What's good, fam? This is your boy Dijon, and this is how to be a motherfucking legend. Yeah! This is the place to be for inspiration and the realization of your full creative potential. Uh huh. Each episode, we're gonna be sharing tips uh. and insights to help you unlock the greatness that is already inside of you. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited to do this episode today. If you saw the title, you see that it's how to become enlightened. Do you really think that we can explain how to become enlightened in 10 minutes? Hell yeah, we can. Let's get it. Okay. First of all, I want to say that I've always been a spiritual seeker. Enlightenment has always been seen by me as some almost unattainable goal, but something to strive for. And I got to tell you, at this point in my life, my seeking is over. I'm happy to say I am enlightened and it feels fucking amazing. Now, enlightenment is one of those words like God that has so many different definitions and connotations. So let me tell you what I mean when I say enlightenment. Enlightenment to me is the understanding that the same energy, the same source that created the the stars and the sky and everything in the entire universe also created you and also lives within you. So if you ever are having a hard time, that power is within you and you have to access it. Learning how to access it can be difficult in today's society because everything in our reality is pointing us to look to the outside for things, like to buy something to make us feel better as opposed to connecting internally. And there are infinite ways to connect. I'm not going to say there's just one way. I have lots of ways. I meditate. I do yoga. I play music. I dance with my headphones on the beach. And, and those things can all be determined by you because there's not just one path. The other thing about enlightenment is it's not a destination. It's not somewhere where you get to and then you're done. Because if you're done, you would cease to exist. And the universe and you are eternal and infinite. So the journey is what we're here to experience. And what How to Be a Motherfucking Legend is about is giving you tools to navigate that journey with joy. So I'm going to speak to a few other episodes that have been on this show already and then tell you my synthesis of those and also what I'm adding to it. So in Oren Harris's episode about how to play your soul's music, he spoke on how we're moving from the information age to the intuitive age. And what that means is there's so much media and content coming at us at all times. They can be very overwhelming and exhausting. And how are you supposed to know what's relevant to you? Well, you tune in to yourself. You know, despite what the world tells you, you actually do know what's best for you. And when somebody speaks truth, it resonates with you or it doesn't because truth is relative. So it may be resonant for you at one time and not for another time. And how do you tune into that? Well, that's another episode. That's Learning how to use your body's intelligence, where we had Kat Meyer on, where she said just to be aware 
of your feelings, the subtle sensations you're experiencing in your body when someone's talking to you or asking you a question or asking you if you want that drink or if you want that food, whatever. Your body usually has some sort of reaction that tells you if it's right for you or not, right? And that's when you go beyond dogma, beyond quote unquote knowledge and tune into the present moment. Because if it were as simple as following a formula, to be enlightened, then we wouldn't have to learn anything other than that formula. And then we could just stay within that safe space and keep ascending, right? But life is dynamic. So it's not necessarily that simple. Life actually is simple. It maybe isn't easy, but it is simple. And I can tell you why it's so simple. It's because at any given moment, there are only two choices that you can make. You can choose or do things that make you feel better, or you can choose and do things that make you feel worse. It's easy to future trip and project and say, oh, I want to do this, so that means I need to do that, I need to do this, but that's being in your mind. That's trying to control and manipulate life as opposed to each moment feeling into what is going to serve you and recognizing that spirit is actually orchestrating things on a much higher scale. And the way you align yourself with what spirit is trying to take you to is by tuning into your body and using your intuition. Now, if you want rituals or practices that are going to help you become more attuned and keep your channel clear, there's another episode featuring Andrew Seeley called How to Align to Your Purpose. And in it, he gives seven steps on creating clarity within your, within your vessel, in your channel. Because we're actually connected from this plane all the way up back to source. You never lose that connection. It's not something you only experience when you die. You don't go to heaven. We're in heaven now if you want to be. And the degree of heaven that you experience is contingent upon how clear your channel is. So it's just like a pipe, you know, a tube in a bathroom. Like those tubes can become clogged, but you can also keep them clean. And if they're clean, then energy flows smoothly through them. So that's essentially what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep our channel open, clear, which for me involves eating clean food, plants, mostly vegan it involves doing yoga. It involves using my intuition to feel what's best for me at every moment. And then it's simplifying the decision-making process to what will serve me in this moment, what will make me feel better, and what will make me feel worse. So I'm going to give a tangible example of two, two things that I'm choosing from and how I feel into that process. So I do a lot of my work on the computer, whether I'm making this podcast or editing pictures or, you know, just surfing the internet, right? So I try not to work consecutively for more than about 50 minutes. And after 50 minutes, I need to take a break because it doesn't, it doesn't work for me to try to hold focus longer than that. You know, I just kind of drift off and my time usage becomes less efficient. So let's say I've been working for 50 minutes and I'm ready to take my break. And I'm weighing two options and I'm saying, okay, option one, I could go outside, I could walk by the ocean, I could be in nature, I could get some fresh air. Option two, 
I don't really want to get up. I, I just am going to put on Hulu and watch Atlanta because I'm really into Donald Glover right now. So when I think about those two things, and, and the option one is being in a different environment, getting a different energy and airflow, you know, that, that feels expansive to me, like when I feel into it in my body. Whereas option two feels like more sedentary and more lazy. It's very close to what I already was doing. So it doesn't seem like much of a refresher between what I was doing before and then what I would be doing. So if I feel into that, it's clear to me that it's more nourishing to go outside, right? So that's an everyday example of something like that. And another one is when you become more attuned and more aligned to your purpose, all of your actions start to move towards the same goal and you eliminate actions that work against each other. So what is an example of things that work against each other? Let's say you've decided that you want to be healthy and you want to optimize your health so that you can be as efficient, productive, and joyful as possible in your life. So because of that, you become aware of your nutrition, you decide to become a vegan, and that really helps. That really clears your channel, but then you also smoke cigarettes. So obviously smoking cigarettes is not good for you. There's nothing good about it. Right, So you have one option of choosing to eat clean that's bringing you closer to your overall goal of being healthy and one choice of smoking cigarettes that's kind of detracting from your health goals. So when those things are working against each other, you're kind of spinning your wheels. And when you start to identify the things that are working against you, you eliminate those behaviors because they're causing you to work harder than you want to and they're taking you away from where you actually want to be. So I, I think that makes sense. I mean, it's very clear to me. I hope it's clear for you. If you ever want to go back and listen to these episodes, just hit rewind, start it over. Things get richer the more you listen and the more you sink in. But the overall message is you become enlightened as a process of simplifying your decision making to what feels good are and serving are what feels like it's detracting from your energy in the moment you know and stay out of your mind because it's easy to rationalize oh i don't really want to do this it doesn't feel good but i'm going to do it anyway because of xyz right like that's a rationalization that's a step removed for your gut instinct telling you this is for me or this is not for me right so how to be enlightened in 10 minutes, <laughs> we spent millennia, thousands of years meditating on mountaintops, and now we've distilled it into 10 or 11 minute episode of how to be enlightened. It's just a path, it's not a destination. Enjoy the journey. I'm walking it with you, fam. Thanks so much for being there. Peace. I so appreciate you being here. If you enjoy the energy that we are creating and building, Share it with the homies. Take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram stories. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Really, those five-star reviews are really gonna help this get to more people. Just let people know about it. And if you ever want help going deeper into yourself, developing yourself and doing that with a community and with guidance, head on over to programs.howtobeamotherfuckinglegend.com and we got you. Until next time, peace.